My hair falls out. <laughs> <laughs> standing right next to it you're covered in slime it's not fun so if you maybe can see there's a circle out there in the mm-hmm. water so don't go there it's bad and because they're jason i get sneak attack right hey melanie can i borrow some d6 like an appropriate creature to uh, hurt this. We're a bunch of first graders playing in this pool. Chapter 193 The Fish Zombie Disease Okay. So in the last episode, uh, you all had gone and descended once again into the depths of the earth uh, in pursuit of the missing sorcerer that is the third part of the triad that hopefully can cure Arlen and keep him from blowing sky high. And uh, when you had approached the other two of them, they had told you that they needed the third one after exhaustive tests of uh, Arlen and trying to figure out what makes him tick and then tick 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 boom and um they needed their third to make the cure happen and apparently he had gone off looking for the source of whatever was contaminating the water uh downhill between the castle and the ocean and you had tracked him down to a fissure in the earth and had squeezed down into the depths and found an underground cave that maybe one time a long time ago had opened into the sea and uh, was now closed by landslides in the intervening millennia and still had on an island in the middle of this briny underground lake a ship uh, that is um, beached on an island there a fairly large ship at that and when you guys had approached the edge of the water slimy almost translucent humanoids um, resembling elves and drow and halflings had come out of the water and attacked you and uh, they did get a couple of good stabs on all of you but uh, you guys had uh, fended them off and actually how how well did we do um gray where, where are you at these days I'm at 55 hit points, although I think I got healed at one point, maybe. I'm okay. pretty sure. And uh, Black, how about you? I was just looking that up. Um, I'm doing okay. I took a bit of a bounding, but I used my lay on hands to max or heal myself up, and I think that's also how our, our resident uh, rogue got healed as well. Yeah. yeah so I'm he, out of uh, lay on hands ability. You got uh, banged up a little bit. And uh, then Arlen, how about you? Um. I didn't get touched and I didn't use anything. Like, I think I all I used was two sorcery points because yep. that's all that my paper shows. So, excellent. I don't think I erased anything. Yep. So, I guess that's what happened. And Adri? Same pretty much, except for I think I'm missing a couple of arrows, but yep. other than that, I'm and good. Then finally, Moon, you, you did get stabbed a couple of times. I did, but I got healed up. So, I'm at full hit points. Very good. And just down a couple of spell slots, so I'm good to go. Excellent. And Jade. Uh, untouched. Yes, as, as usual for the, our clever cat. Okay, and then um, you guys, uh, at least Black, had approached the water's edge to uh, take a look at the underground lake to see if there's anything that might be in his senses as a paladin. And uh, didn't find anything there, but instead a large, dark mass comes boiling out of the water. And if you could put that right in front of black there. Yeah. And actually pan the camera over so they can see the whole thing. Oh. Yeah, there's your, there's your pirate ship. There's a ship. Then we're over here. Okay. And this creature that comes boiling out of the water seems to be mostly mouth. 
Um, it's almost a fish-like creature. It seems to have gills and just this giant gaping maw of teeth. And it has three eyes set in a row vertically, one above the other going up his head. And then all you can see past that is a bunch of fins and tentacles going down into the water. And everybody roll for me a perception check. Not natural 20. 10. 17. Starting the game off strong with an 8. Also an 8. 19. Okay, those of you that rolled below a 15 are surprised at the eruption of this creature. So you will not be in in this first round. So that was what Jade and Arlen and Adri and uh, what did you get again, Black? 17. 17. So you're good. Okay. So let us get initiative rolls as this thing comes boiling out of the water at you. So, Gray. A nine. Okay. A little flat-footed. And Black. 14. Okay. And Arlen? I really was surprised. I got a six. And Adri? I was only a little surprised with a 20. On it as usual, yes. And uh, Moon? A 12. Okay. And Jade? 19. Okay. And don't forget, Arlen, Adri, and, and Jade, you are uh, out for this first round. Okay. And that's like all the people with the really high initiative rolls too so this thing comes uh launching out of the water at you black uh, like i said just a huge mass of mostly teeth and it's amazing what happens as it comes surging forward the whole of the lake water comes surging forward with it and just washes over the whole lot of you rebounds against the back wall and start sucking you into the water. So I need everybody to make a strength saving throw. Can we replace it with a different skill? No, no, it's a oh, strength okay. saving throw. Black got a 23, and everybody else gets a plus four from Black Charisma that's within 10 feet. Okay, so that's maybe Arlen, Adri, and maybe Jade, depending on how nice. Um, it would just be, be um, Adri and Arlen... And that'd be about it, yeah. So you two get... Uh, oh, yeah, I'm bad at math. You get the, the uh, bonus, but uh, Jade and uh, then Gray and Moon do not. I got a three. Uh, yeah, I got a three. I got a 15. I have an 11. I got a natural 20, which turns into a 24. I got a 23. Okay, so anyone that rolled a 14 or under gets sucked into the water. So uh, thankfully, that's very few of you. Um, so how do you want that to work? So just put them, move them uh, 20 feet forward into the water. And what, Adri failed? No, I got a 15. 15. Oh, Moon failed. That's right. So yeah, just Moon and Gray uh, fail their strength saving throw and just get sucked. The rest of you kind of... Um, 20 feet isn't into the water. For we'll me. put them in, all the okay. way into the water then. then. Okay, so um, the water comes surging out, drags a couple of folks into the water next to this creature, and then the creature um, swings a tentacle attack at each one of the three of you. So everybody's going to get a tentacle attack that's right there in the water or on the water's edge. And uh, by the way, um, Moon and uh, Gray, mm -hmm. there is just a cloud of mucus that is surrounding this creature in the water. So everything is just kind of gicky and yucky. Tasty. Yep. We're a bunch of first graders playing in this pool. Pretty much. Okay. So the uh, first one to uh, Gray, it is a 23 to hit. Okay, that hits. And you take 11 points of bludgeoning damage, and you must give me a constitution saving throw. Hey, I'm at least in range this time. Oh, that's a 12. Okay. Wait, actually, what's your bonus? Plus, Plus four. four. 
Okay, that's a 13. Okay. So that's good to know. Um, nothing seems to happen. My paladin used to be a plus three, so I just added three, and then I realized it was four. Okay. And then it is a 19 to hit black. Does that hit you black? Yes, sir. Okay. So you take 13 points of damage and must give me a constitution saving throw. 18 for constitution. Okay. And as I said, nothing seems to happen right away. And then it's an 11 to hit uh, moon. I'm going to assume that doesn't get you moon. Correct. Okay. So then next up is black. So you have a chance to reprise against that attack. As my bonus action, I will drop a 5-foot, 40-foot tall silver beam on top of the creature and cast Moonbeam at third level. Wow, okay. So that takes effect next round, right? Yeah, start or end of turn. Okay. And then I will... Do I feel sick or anything? No, no, you feel fine. Um, you, I mean, you basically you're doing the, the Peter Venkman thing in uh, in Ghostbusters where, you know, you just feel funky because you're covered in slime. But aside of that, gotcha. no problem, yeah. Okay, then I will swing out toward this creature with my glaive. Okay. A 25. That definitely hits. Okay, so I will dump a second level smite into this as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a total of... Uh, 11 points of damage from the glaive and then the smite 3d8 i believe is that right bryce 2d8 at first then 1d8 from the level yeah it's a uh, 1d8 plus 1d8 for every level spell slot yeah i thought it was 2d8 plus 1d8 per level in the chat. i mean it's 2d8 plus 1d8 for every additional level but it's easier to just have 1d8 plus the number Oh, that's right. I get another D8. BSP. Thank you. I have another D8 just because of the improved oh. minus mine. Mm -hmm. That is true. So, too. I'm with, so 48 total. Um, is this thing on a dead or a fiend? It is neither. Just making sure. Okay. In fact, actually, roll for me either a history, well, a history or a religion check. Uh, it's 16 points of radiant, and the history check is not great. Uh, history. Yeah, it's just, just a seven. Okay. Yes. This. Uh... This seems to be some sort of primordial creature, but you have no ideas about it. And it doesn't appreciate that at all, Black. So it um, is going to reprise with a tail swipe. And okay. its tail comes swinging out of the uh, water, kind of like a lodgepole uh, pine swinging at you. And it gets a 21 to hit. Yep. Okay. And not really very impressive damage there. Um, just another 14 points of damage from getting smacked upside the head by that. I get one more strike. Okay, good. 22. It definitely hits. Uh, nine points of slashing, and I will jump a first, divine, first level Divine Smite with this. Okay. And that'll be another 12 points of Radiant. Ouch. Okay, so you pounded pretty good there in that first round. And um, then next up is Moon. You're standing right next to it. You're covered in slime. It's not fun. Oh, wait. And give me two more Constitution saving throws there, uh, Black. I rolled a 17 with a 7 for 24. And then I rolled a natural 20 for seven with 7 more for 27. Okay. Yep. And like I said, nothing seems to happen right away. Okay, and Moon, on to you. All right. Would I be able to back out of the water and avoid an opportunity attack? Um, only if you're using the disengage action. And I forgot yeah. to mention, you're also prone, so you're only going to get half your speed. Okay, well, I will get up, and I am going to cast Insect Plague. Okay, so big, big, big old globe. And it is a 20-foot radius. Mm-hmm. And I would like the radius to terminate just on the uh, the squares in front of myself and Gray, if you know what I mean. Yep. Putting... So basically the curve of it will just land on him. Yeah. Very good. And it, it takes damage right away, right, if it doesn't make a... Yes, it must make a constitution save. Okay. 
I guess a, a 14 safety. It, it gets an 18. It's a pretty big creature. Okay, so it's going to get half the damage that I roll now. So, 10, 19. So that's a 23. So then half would be 12, right? Yep. And this is a concentration spell and the inset. So every time it begins its turn in there, we'll have to make another save. Very good. So if you maybe can see, there is a circle out there in the mm -hmm. water. So don't go there. It's bad. Okay. And it didn't appreciate that moon. So it's going to swipe you with its tail as well. Uh, and get a 27 to hit, which I'm pretty sure it's going to hit with the 27. It's a beast. And, ooh, wow. 19 points of damage from the tail swipe. And I need another constitution saving throw. 18. Okay, good job. And then next up is Gray, also in the water with it. This creature has a lot of reactions. It does. I'm going to use my cunning action to disengage and er, as a bonus action to disengage and back away. Okay. And as you take your first step, it uses its reaction to take a tail swipe at you. Wait, it uses its singular reaction or multiple reaction? Uh, legendary action. Legendary action. Okay. And gets a 28 to hit you. It's okay. That, I think that hits. Can he still attack someone who disengaged? Uh, well, in this case, it's a legendary action, so it's it's taking its uh, legendary action to uh, to make the attack. So that is a 17 points of damage to you, Gray, and I need another constitution saving throw from you. I would have been in range of the bonus. Is a um, 8. Okay. With so my plus 7. So even better than last time. Very good. What? No, that wasn't better than last time. For me. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, so I'm out here. Um, Moon is adjacent to this creature, right? Moon is adjacent to the creature. Uh, great. As, as is black. I'm going to pull out my lightning javelin and throw it at it. Okay. That's a 19 to hit. That will definitely hit. Okay. And because they're adjacent, I get sneak attack, right? Hey, Melanie, can I borrow some D6? I just need two. Thank you. So this is going to hurt, isn't it? Indeed. All right. 10, 20, 30, 43 plus 5, uh, 48 points of damage. Okay, 48 points of damage. Mm -hmm. That hurts. And then we go to the top of the round. And once again, the water comes surging out of the lake and everybody on shore must make for me a strength saving throw again hey it's better this time i got a four okay so put yourself uh 20 feet into the water okay and jade what do you get 12 okay and you are swept into the water right next to the creature there and then adri that one. Oh, and you're swept in the creature right in front of the creature and black 23. Okay, you hold fast even as the water is swirling around you. And Arlen? 19. Okay, and you hold fast. And uh, using, the I guess, those farm boy skills from when you had to hold the, the bowl into the, the pen. And then all of a sudden, you just feel a wave of rage come effusing out of the creature. And it just starts boiling around all of you. And the water actually takes on this almost sinister feel. And everyone must make a wisdom saving throw. Um, you also need to make a constitution saving throw, Mr. DM. Oh, that's, well, no, no, this is actually not happening uh, on the creature's turn. This is the lair acting at this point. Got it. Dead wisdom, sir? Wisdom, um, and actually, you will too, Black, because you're right on the edge of the water there. But Arlen, you will not have to, but everyone else will. So that's a good thing because I rolled a three. I got an eight. Okay, so Gray takes. Are we adding something else because of an aura? Or yes, sorry, you 
and maybe moon, moon and adri um and um jade will add the plus four okay. so great you take six more points of psychic damage as it uh its anger affects you and then uh jade 17 okay you do not you're able to to uh, go and forego that adri 18 okay once again resisting it black 22 okay resisting it and moon 16. Okay, yes. Yeah, so only Gray takes the damage from the creature's anger, but the rest of you are in the water and prone all except Black and Arlen. So you got hit by hit by the wave again. Okay. So does it is it its turn and it needs to make its con save? No, that was the lair acting. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so Adri, you are top of the order. You get to go. All right, can I so I'm prone right now, right? Yes, you're lying in the water. You just got washed into the water. Um, can I haven't used that um, the vampiric short sword, but I kind of want to now. So I think that I wrote down the stats right, but I just want to double check. Mm -hmm. um, I have one d10 necrotic damage plus ten hit points. Is that giving me back ten hit points? Is that what that means? So let's look it up. I that was when you Thank crit. You. I think um, I agree with Bryce. I think you get the hit points back if you crit with. Yeah, weapon. it's an, it was an at twenty two okay. to get the hit points back. Okay. Um, Does it do the necrotic? This seems like an appropriate creature to uh, hurt with this. <laughs> yeah, it was a sword of life stealing. When you attack a creature with a magic weapon and roll a twenty on the attack roll, the target takes an extra ten necrotic damage. If it isn't a construct or undead, you also gain temp ten temporary hit points. So yeah, just on a, a nat twenty. Okay, so it's it's just a regular short sword. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, okay, okay. You can add your dex to it if you want. Right. Okay. All right. I'm gonna hit it twice with that. Okay. Uh, seventeen to hit. It uh, hits exactly. Okay. Cool. Should be a d8. Uh, that would be. 10 points of damage. Okay. And then a second and hit. And roll for me a constitution saving throw. Uh, 20, non-natural. Okay. All right. And then the second hit is a 20, non-natural. Oh, it definitely hits. Okay. And 12 points of damage. Okay. And roll for me another constitution saving throw. <laughs> uh, five. Okay. Um, so that's very interesting. I totally forgot that I have luck points too. I should have done that before <laughs> that happened. Sounds good. Okay. And it didn't appreciate you whacking it. It whacks you with its tail. And that's an 11 though. So I think you saw that one coming. And, uh, then next up is Jade Claw, who's in the water right next to the creature. What are you going to do? I'm going to back out. Um, are you going to disengage when you back out? Am I engaged? Yeah, you you will take an attack of opportunity if you try okay, to. Okay, then I'll disengage and back out. Okay, and that'll eat up your... And uh, when you do that, it tries to whack you with its tail. Oh, kind of rude. And gets a 26. Yeah. And you take 16 points of damage, and you need to make a constitution saving throw. Four. Really? Okay, yeah. very interesting. Okay, uh, like I said, nothing seems to happen. And then next up is the creature itself. So it's going to have to make a constitution saving throw against the moonbeam. And it gets it gets a 15. They're uh, black. Does that make your constitution saving throw? For black, that's a failure. Okay, so do your damage. 29 points of radiant. Ow, that's a heck of a moonbeam. Sure, that's not. It's like a sunburn beam. Um, okay, good. And then moon. Uh, so the constitution was uh, fifteen, and what did that do for you? It makes it so it takes half damage, which will be eleven. Okay, very good. Um, and it's not at all happy about that. Must say. Okay. And so it is going to take uh, three tentacle attacks again. What's the reach on these things? Ah, 10 feet. So it is going to go after moon and black and um, 
then I guess Adri, because you're right in front. So Gray will be just out of uh, harm's way for a minute. Oh, Moon, I'm sorry. That's a net 20. Um, and then Adri, that's a 13. I think that's going to miss you. And then Black, does a 17 hit you? Yep. Okay, so Black and Moon get hit. Black, you take 13 points of damage and have to make a constitution saving throw. 21. Okay, and Moon, you take uh, not a terribly good roll, uh, but 24 points of damage because of the crit. And you must make a, a, a constitution saving throw. That's a seven. Oh, okay. And I also have to roll to see if my concentration breaks. So what are the rules for that? It's a 10 or half the It's damage. half damage or 10, whichever is higher. So 12 would be higher. So you, you have to roll above a 12 in constitution. And the, the bugs disperse. Oh, what well, did you roll? You got one good round. I rolled the three. Oh. Okay. Well, yeah, that would do it. And what's your con mod? The the moonbeam stays. Okay, good. And so I guess it'll stay right where it's at since that'll... Uh, actually, no. It's going to slide one set of two this direction. The uh, circle is no longer accurate. Yeah. Which is why so we So it slides out of circles. the moonbeam. You'll have to move it next round um, there, black. Okay. And then... So that was all the constitution saves, and then it did its attacks. And then next up is Black himself. Okay. Um, I'm going to leave the Moonbeam where it's at for right now, and I will strike at... Actually, how far away is the creature from me? It is Well, it's in your face, basically. It, so. You have some space, it looks like, based on how everyone's standing, okay. but... Well, I also have reach on the weapon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, okay, then I will strike out at this creature with my glaive again. Uh, I'm going to guess this is a miss at a 14. Uh, 14 does not hit. Yeah, we determined that 17 is the uh, the armor class on this. Right, so I'll try the second hit. Much better, 18. Uh, 18 does hit. Okay, so I'm going to do a couple things on the strike. I'm going to do another third level um, Divine Smite, but I'm also going to activate my channel Divinity and uh, do Nature's Wrath on the creature. Okay. Um, let, me do the, let me do the Divine Damages, all that first, and I'll tell you about Nature's Wrath. That's 14 points of Slashing Damage. Okay. 28 points of Radiant. Ouch. Okay, so Nature's Wrath. Disregard on the channel divinity. I thought that was one of my struck something, but it's not. So disregard. Next time. <laughs> okay. Anything else on this round? Uh, no. Okay. And then next up is Moon. Oh, and give me another Constitution saving throw there, Black. That'd uh, be a twenty-one. Very good. Okay. The first thing I am going to do is cast a spiritual hammer right behind that critter as my bonus action and i also get to take a swing and i uh, and i get advantage right um you won't get advantage always on, huh? with, with the hammer yeah yeah um yeah you'll get advantage yeah okay good so that's a uh, 23 that hits so that's going to be for seven points of damage. Okay. And then for my action, I'm going to strike it with my plus one mace. Sounds good. Uh, 19. And a 19 hits. Okay. And I'm going to charge that with a divine strike of uh, electrical damage. Okay. So that's going to be... Three points of blunt damage and two points of electrical. Okay. And give me another constitution saving throw. 19. Okay. Very good. And then, Gray, you get to go. Okay. I'm going to stand up and then I will shoot the creature with my short bow. Okay. That's a 26 to hit. 
26 does hit. And because other people are adjacent, I get my sneak attack damage. 32 points of damage. Ouch. And that's it. Okay. Very good. And uh, it doesn't appreciate that one little bit. And Arlen, you get to go. Okay. I'm going to cast a fifth level Scorching Ray. That's going to be six attack rolls. Woo, I don't think anything horrible can come from this. Okay, number one. Does in. 18 hit. 18 does hit. Take eight points of fire damage. Okay. Number two. Does a 27 hit. Yes. Please take eight points of fire damage. Okay. Does a 17 hit. Yes, exactly. Ah! I start flying everywhere. Take six points of fire damage. Okay, that doesn't hit. Non-natural 20. Yeah. Going to be for four points of fire damage. And last up is another non-natural 20. And that's 11 points of fire damage. Okay. And um, you guys basically just see Arlen just lance this thing with these multiple bolts of fiery wrath. And just, you know, seeing burning just holes in it right and left. And you just see all three of the eyes just kind of tilt up in its head. And it just starts slowly sliding beneath the waves. And one last time, the water in the cavern surges forward. And so everybody that's not in the water needs to make a roll to see if you get dragged into the water. So that's Jade Black and Arlen. Yes, Jade? Uh, yes, I do. Nine. Okay, Jade gets drawn into the water again. And what did you get, Arlen? I also got a nine. Okay, you're dragged into the water again. It's a pool party and black. 17. Okay, and that you're able once again to hold fast and not be dragged into the water. And then once again, the last gasp of rage of this creature surges through the water so everybody in the water make for me a wisdom saving throw so uh jade uh 21 okay you resist it gray 11 no you take eight more points of damage okay and adri 17 you resist it and moon 14 okay uh you also resist it and arlen hold on I needed to look up the wording for bend luck, and I'm going to use it. Uh, got a 15. Okay, very good. And you resist the uh, rage of the creature. Okay, and it slips slowly below the waves. Huh. That's kind of cool. It's also a really weird effect to get. Yeah. Well, this was a really weird creature. I mean, you... I'm going to go take notes. Well, yeah. I'll use it while I have it, and maybe I can go check out that ship. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you are about to uh, head out in that direction, and then all of a sudden, um, Gray, Moon, and Jade, you get the strangest feeling overcome you, and you look down, and it's as if you can see your blood vessels through your skin, Ooh. and you realize your skin has become clammy and slimy and you realize that you look exactly like those first five creatures that came up out of the water when you first came into the cavern can i get out of the water um you could try i'm gonna try okay and it's you know, I mean, you're out of the water and it feels weird. Um, you know, it feels like, you know, you felt kind of natural in the water, but you feel out of place on land and you can almost feel like your skin is drying out because it's not in contact with the water anymore. Can, um, can I touch Jade and, and cast Lesser Restoration and try to remove poison from her? Okay. 
and it doesn't seem to do anything. Fair enough. Who were the names of the people who got weird skin? Gray and Moon and Jade. Okay, I'm going to get out of the water. And Adri does not have weird skin? She does not have weird skin. This is weird. It is weird. Um, Does anyone have remove curse? Just try all the magic healing things. I can cast a greater restoration. What does that? I thought that's that like... remove curse. And actually, what does greater restoration affect? So, um, I can end an effect that, on a target that's charmed or petrified. One curse. Okay. Including the target's attunement to a magic item. Any reduction to an ability score or an effect of reducing the target's max hit points. Oh, and Arlen, um, since you cast that big spell there, roll us on the wild magic table and see what wild magic happened when you cast that big spell. Oh, no. Roll on this table at the start of each of your turns for the next minute, ignoring this result on subsequent rolls. Okay, give me another 10 rolls on the table while you guys are trying to figure out what's happening with Adri. And, and okay. the rest of us, please. That should that should be fun. Let's why not just add a little more chaos into this mess. You, you are transported to the astral plane until the end of your next turn, after which time you return to the space you previously occupied or the nearest unoccupied space if that space is occupied. Okay, so Arlen just blinks out of existence and then back in again. Oh no, he he get, it's the end of his next turn, right? So he gets to roll this on the astral plane. No, it's um every turn. At the start of each of your turns. Yeah, so you get to roll this on the astral plane. Okay, so what happens while you're on the astral plane with this next one? While I'm on the astral plane, for the next minute, all of my spells with the casting time of one action have the casting time of one bonus action. Okay. And then what happens for the remaining uh, things when you come back? Oh, no. Who's within 30 feet of me? Um, Just about everybody. everybody. Okay, you... Um, Jade, Jade just isn't quite. You all take one point of necrotic damage. Yeah. Oh, oh, uh, so and I gain five points of damage, or five five hit points back. You gain four hit points back. You turned into a vampiric blade. I did. You, you, oh, and, that was lucky because it was a one d ten, and I rolled a one. Oh, and you get four. Not not. I get four hit points back. Woo! I didn't get hit. Um. Next up. Maximize the next damaging spell you cast within the next minute. Let's hope I don't oh, get dear. fireball. Uh, do you know that and like run away, please? Um, no, this is all happening. Well, yeah, I I can isolate myself. Get me it, uh, it, out of the range of sense with what he's going through right now. This is actually the perfect effect to happen right now. Yeah. It is, isn't it? For the next minute, I can teleport up to twenty feet as a bonus action on each of my turns. So he all of a sudden just starts bopping around the chamber. He's here, he's there, he's there, he's there. <laughs> a spectral shield hovers near you for the next minute, granting you a plus two bonus to AC and immunity to magic missile. Immunity to magic missile is my favorite effect. My hair falls out. <laughs> <laughs> but grows back within the next 24 hours. Funny, that's what's oh, happening. You're a, you're a little cue ball right now. No eyebrows, nothing. <laughs> Nope. All his nose. That's funny. Oh that's, my gosh. That's what's happening hey, to Gray. When he went to the Gray. astral plane and back, did he lose his jellyfishness? No. He didn't get have jellyfishness. Yes, he didn't yeah. have it ever. Just Moon and Jade and Gray. Okay. I have one. I have three more rolls. Okay. What else happens? Um. So, is that anybody within thirty feet of me? No. No. Wait. You ran I gain, away. Okay. Then yeah, I no. gain. Uh. Me and all creatures within 30 feet of me gain uh, vulnerability to piercing damage for the next minute. <laughs> Fireball element change to piercing I cast damage. confusion centered on myself. Confusion. That's like every minute of every day. Oh boy, what does confusion do? <laughs> yep. Confusion. Oh, range 90. Oh, wait, so let's see. Um... Okay, so it's only within 10 feet. Okay. I must succeed on a wisdom saving throw. I fail a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> uh, I cannot take reactions and must roll a d10 uh, the start of my next turn to determine my behavior. 
Oh my goodness. Um, and then at the end, I make a wisdom saving throw to try and end it. Okay. So that starts next turn, and this is my last roll. Oh, that's good to know. And it's a repeat. Okay. Repeat of which one? Uh, casting sp- uh, spells are one- bonus action. Okay. Very good. Um, so yeah, I think it's kind of funny that this is happening because, like, the whole time the Tabaxi, Arlen, and Adri have been together, we've been like, okay, you got to be really careful when he falls asleep and nothing has happened the entire time. And now, like, at the end of the fight, all these things are happening and, like, the Tabaxi aren't even paying attention. Oh, I think yep. they're paying attention okay. right now. <laughs> so I failed my wisdom statement there once and it told me not to do anything and then i succeeded the next round okay so yeah speaking of that tabaxi you're looking at this craziness going on you're like yeah this guy's a menace i I think i'd be more caring about the fact that i'm turning into a fish zombie um yeah well that's obviously up there in the top thing so yes you guys have become translucent Um, so i can lesser restoration will cure disease so if it fit if it if the uh, breathing underwater was a disease, maybe so is ours. So I'm going to cast lesser, lesser restoration on myself. Okay. And it doesn't seem to work. Hmm. Thanks, Sylvanus. Maybe I should have gone to the ship before I couldn't breathe underwater. <laughs> well, it, it's sitting on that island over there, so you can just swim out to it and hopefully, okay, you know, there's... Or I could just teleport there, which yeah. is also... Well, a... let's see if we can fix uh, your friends here. I'm going to get out of the water, though. I'm going to, like, get out of the ick, because gross. Have we tried everything we know about not becoming weird fish zombies, or are there options that we haven't thought about yet? Um, could I see if I knew what this thing was? Yeah. Once again, religion or history? That's a six. Nope. Nope. This doesn't ring a bell. They didn't talk about this at all on the farm. Um, anybody else want to do anything? I don't think there's anything else I can do. Okay. I want to see can if I? I've read about the creature, the cove at all. Okay. Why don't you roll I'd, I'd like, history? I'd religion. like to try to pull the corpse of the sable. I'd like to cor- pull the corpse out of the, the water and, sit, and see if I can talk to the blinking, teleporting, randomly freaking out sorcerer to help me set the thing on fire. Okay, well, it's it slunk in back water. into the water and it's just kind of like covered in mucus, so you can't really even get a handle on it, and it just kind of keeps sinking deeper and deeper into the water. Are we? Are you trying to get this thing on shore? Yeah, because if this is what was spoiling the water, we don't want it leaving in the water. So what I can do is cast Grasping Vine on the shore and have it yank it onto the shore. Okay. And Perfect. And how big a thing can the Grasping Vine pull? Okay, give me a moment. Because this is a large creature, so it is not uh, like pulling a, uh, a you know humanoid-sized creature. And Jade, what'd you get on your religion or history roll? I got a five, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, this do does no, no. I'm just gonna start taking massive amounts of notes. Yes, R- Red would be very interested. It just says any creature, within, and the creature must save on a deck saving throw, which it fails because it's dead. Yeah, it certainly can't. Yeah. Twenty feet directly towards the vine. Okay, so um, Moon conjures a vine that snakes into the water and wraps itself around uh, the head of the creature and just starts slowly, Jaws-style, re- you know, reeling it onto the, onto the shore. And when it does get on shore, it is a monstrosity. Like I said, just pretty much a, entirely a mouth with a couple of three eyes stacked on top and just this whole thing of, you know, tail-like tentacles that sits behind it it's uh it looks entirely otherworldly it doesn't look like it belongs on this planet can uh tapping arlen on the shoulder can you burn this thing down or make it disappear somehow anything like that um because if this i have ways of burning it water we're gonna want to well we want to step away when you do it but we don't want any remains that can reinfect the water. Uh, I do have a very efficient way of burning it um, because my next damaging attack deals max damage. 
And fireball well, is very that destructive. That's very bad, so I will get away from it and by all means, toast away. Uh, you all want to go I'm maybe over it. to the island where the uh, boat is in the middle of the lake and then, then fireball it back? That's kind of what I'm thinking. I'd like to go check out the boat and he can just arc the fireballs and toast it down. Plus, that's been, then it'll be close also to the uh, opening so the smoke will billow out. Do I know if this creature is a beast? Um, you are pretty 100% sure that is some sort of an aberration. It's certainly not a beast. Okay. Um, so is everyone going to uh, swim over to the island with the with the ship there? Um, <clears throat> those of us with uh, fish complexions, are we getting worse? Or is it just sort are, of stabilizing? Well, you, you just sort of stabilizing. You're going to become slimy and translucent and um, have kinship with water. And then right now... Um, Everybody that got a hold of that is still standing in the water, right? Yep. Okay. Well, I'm on, I'm on land. Oh, you oh, are? Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, um, and once again, you, you feel kind of like your skin is drying out. It just doesn't feel natural to be here on land. Um, so, everyone going to go over to the island with the ship? Yeah. Okay. Why Might as well. Why don't we move the minis over there? Okay. And you fire a fireball back? Yep. Okay, and what kind of damage do you do with your maximum damage? 48 points of fire damage. Okay, so um, Arlen arcs a fireball over there, and it just explodes, scorching it. And have you seen those things where the whales blow up that have been beached on the shore no. for too long? Yeah, it's kind of like that. It just kind of kablooey, and parts of it go flying all over the cavern, and its uh, skeletal uh, flayed remains are lying there smoking on the on the beach. Uh, but really just kind of managed to just put charred bits of it all over the place. Uh, but at least the uh, mucus seems to have kind of gone away. So that's good. Well, we it had bad allergies and we helped with that. Yes. Good for us. Is there mucus on top of the water where we were fighting? Um, there's still little bits of it there, but it's kind of dispersing and, and uh, you know, sinking into the water. And, and just seems to the water seems to be clearing at this point. Okay. I'd like to enter the ship if I could, carefully. Okay. So you guys notice that there's a big old huge hole in the side of the ship here. Um, whether that's the reason it was beached or it happens when it beached or what it is. But this actually is a pretty sizable ship. Um, you know, in, in our modern terms, it would be about the size of a clipper ship. Um, and you enter in and you're kind of coming into the mid-decks area. And in the dark, you can make out that there is a hunched over humanoid figure that is sitting there, kind of curled up with his arms around his knees. And he just kind of looks up at you. And it is sort of a middle-aged human. Um, and uh, he has uh, a blonde goatee and long blonde hair. And his skin is translucent and slimy. And he's wearing these really elaborate blue robes. And it reminds you very much of the other two sorcerers. And that's where we're going to stop today. Okay, whole bunch to go over here. Um, so first things first, um, at the end of the last episode, we mentioned how this was supposed to be the previous phylacteries arc. And I had actually imagined this whole thing where the party has to go over the coast and they run into a pirate king who terrorizes the seas over there and how he wants to uh, get the players to act as emissaries so that he can be a baron on the same level as the other barons and blah, 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 blah. It's going to be this whole huge thing. And then, of course, uh, Jesse decided to play Adri, who was a half-drow, and I had to move the phylactery down to the Underdark. 
But then also I kind of realized that there's really no reason to have a pirate king because we don't have any sort of off-seas trade here. You know, the, the trade on the ship lanes has died with the old kingdom a thousand years ago. So that didn't make much sense. So I kind of deleted the whole thing, but I kept the final boss. Uh, for those of you playing at home, probably realize that this is an Aboleth. And that explains the wisdom saves that the party was having to do in the previous episode. It was trying to take control of the party members. Uh, thankfully didn't, but that would have made the last fight a lot more interesting if they had. Um, obviously, because this was supposed to be the previous Phylacteries Guardian, uh, two levels ago and two power levels ago, I had to bump up the uh, skills of the Aboleth in order to make it a danger to the party this time around. I actually bumped up his hit points by twice, and that did uh, you know put it in the right thing. However, it still wasn't a tremendous difficulty for the party. However, it did do what it was supposed to do, and several of the party members have been infected with fish zombie disease. So we will have to see what happens to them from that sort of thing. Um, also, we probably noticed that we uh, went over to moving the minis. Um, Theater of the Mind didn't work real well last time, so we actually quickly drew up the map and broke out the minis, and that helped an awful lot to keep everybody in the mind space of where everything was and, and made it a lot easier to figure out. So anyways, the party has defeated the aberration. They have perhaps discovered the missing sorcerer, sure looks like it. However, the sorcerer and a bunch of the party members seem to have been infected with this fish zombie disease. So what are they gonna do to get over that hurdle? We'll have to wait for the next episode to find out. Until then, let us know what you think. Rate us wherever you get your podcasts. Email us at relicofthepastpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at Relic of the Past on Twitter and Relic of the Past Podcast on Facebook. Articles and artwork are available at poolmedia.podbean.com. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head. <laughs>